Welcome to the office of Fixers Incorporated. Here are diligent fixers work tirelessly for about one hour every two weeks to solve any problems that come our way. We help clients of all walks of life, both face-to-face -face and via electronic mail. But this fast-paced world of ours has a lot of problems. That's why we use 20-sided die technology to direct our efforts to where they are needed most. Fixers Inc. is not responsible for any injury or death that may occur as a direct result of our innovative solutions. So Chris, what I, what I need from you is just to say hi, just say hi and and who you are. Hi, I'm Chris. Just like a hello, everyone. Welcome to Fixers. My name is Chris. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Fixers. I'm Chris. <laughs> I'm Ben. <laughs> I'm Dave. Please forgive us while we are awkwardly navigating having a, a lead-in. No, this is it right here. This is how the episode starts. This is how it starts. Make sure this you is, this is it right Make here. sure you smash that morning zoo like and subscribe. I'm do things. I'm an obnoxious <laughs> morning talk radio show and YouTube influencer at the same time. Oh, you're two things. Okay, that's cool. Would that be <laughs> wild if like? Uh, radio DJs like had to do that, or you know, just did that anyways. Like, hey, like and excellent. subscribe on what? Where? On my I, car? I don't know. Where video? do we do this? I don't know. Like some <laughs> kind of a like internet morning zoo video show that you just put on while you eat a bowl of cereal, half an orange, and a glass of milk, and a cup of coffee. Okay. Okay. Yeah, sounds like know? a real '80s breakfast. It's balanced. You Maybe can't back eat any then. one of those things, yeah. <laughs> you have to eat all of those things, otherwise your lunch won't... I don't know what happens if you only eat part of a balanced breakfast. You walk around with a slight lean the rest of the day? Yeah, what if I eat... Yeah, the, you're off balance. off balance. Do I have to eat them all at once, or can I do cereal today, half an orange tomorrow? That would be... No, like, you have to fit them all in your mouth at once. Like, it's gotta oh. be a bite. In that case, I'm going to need a blender. Yeah, probably. In which case, gross. Depending on what that is. Yeah. Well, anyways. What are you tossing in that blender? I'm tossing in that blender uh, eight and a half ounces of, of uh, cookie crisp, half an orange, okay. um, skin and all. Just cut an orange in half, throw it in there. Uh, Very good. There's going to be eight ounces of milk. Okay. A uh, cup of coffee. Lovely. Um, the milk that would have been in the bowl of cereal. More milk. Yeah, yeah, and uh, some vitamin B12. Sounds great, All right. man. Yeah. You basically Breakfast of champions. made a grotesque smoothie. Yeah, it, well, it's a balanced <laughs> smoothie. Yeah, uh, yes, according to the FDA. If you, fill, if you only do three of those things and put them in the blender and put it in a cup, the cup will fall over. <laughs> Okay. Because of the lack of balance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What sank the Titanic sure. is people were only eating cereal and half an orange without a glass of milk. See, 
Tipped so, over, fell in the water. You gotta pay attention to the details here. Mm-hmm. I like to think that you can sink a ship by steering it down by accident. Like you could, like a submarine, you can dive it? Yeah, like the guy's just up there with the, the, the helm <laughs> and the big wheel thing, and then he just tips it forward, and it's like, oh shit, oh whoops, oh, 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 oh fuck, oh it's really hard to get him back Why? up after you do this. I bet. Why did they even give me that direction to go? <laughs> just, everything's built on a submarine platform, but some of them are cut in half lengthwise, so they're flat on top. <laughs> I like the idea of that lever or whatever existing and just having a bunch of red tape on it, like, do not use. Do not push. Yeah. <laughs> You see, you see levers labeled pitch and yaw, and then a, there's another label yeah. under that that just says don't. No. What's the what's what's the deal with the with the with these levers over here? Ah, oh, well, we were designing a spaceship, but never really made it into the air, so we decided to make a boat out of it. Oh, okay. Uh, you see where it says "do not touch"? Yeah, you're not going to believe this, but do not touch those. Don't touch them <laughs> for any reason. Why not just remove them? Because we're not supposed to touch them. How are you going to remove them without touching them? I just, I want to hear a Gordon Lightfoot, like, tribute song to a boat that sank because the captain steered it downward into the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> captain was dumb and the ship, it went down, fell deeply into Puget Sound. Uh, like, uh, <laughs> He pushed the it's, thing yeah. forward and pointed the nose, and where they went now, nobody knows. <laughs> <laughs> I would buy that. I, yeah. I feel like it's something we would make. So anyways, let's do our, yeah, let's do our podcast. Yeah, we're lots of minutes in. Um, did you want to know what my introductory part was going to be, or I, should I just save that I, for another time? <laughs> I am curious. I just, I, you said that we didn't need any prep, so I thought you would just kind of launch into it naturally at some yep. point. I, I was gonna, yeah, but I, I wanted us to get our names out first. We did that like seven minutes ago. Yeah, but then I never got the window to do that part. Well, that's my fault. It's not important. It doesn't matter. What was it? What is it? Let's still do it. <laughs> you you need to be a little more assertive in this when you say, hey, I have the lead. <laughs> yeah, but we introduce our names. It's not important. It, it doesn't matter. Well, see, you had that in your head, but over here, over here going, um. <laughs> but we're so consistent. I know. We we're so consistent. Anyways, well, this is how to make a podcast what I was thinking. with three boneheads. Uh, you know what? That's Chris, Ben, and I'm Dave. Uh, I think we did that once already. Ben. Hmm? There's your lead in. What? Well, as you guys know, <laughs> we work really hard on this podcast. So what right. I was thinking was, I'm just going to try tonight minimal effort. Mm. I'm going to put in <laughs> okay. like 5%. All right. And I want you guys to see if you notice a difference. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Perfect. That's it. That's should, it. Should huh? we be minimal? Yeah. Minimal be, effort episode. Are we mm -hmm. matching your energy, or are we? Uh, are we trying to make up that? Yeah. Ninety-five percent. I think just business as usual, but I want you guys to to kind of keep an eye on me and and see if you notice that I'm not 
really pulling my weight this time. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll do. Okay. I'll do my best, Dave. You and I, we got to yeah. be ready to put in an extra ninety-two and a half percent each. Uh, yeah. Okay. We'll All right. Do our damnedest, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I already gave it the full sixty. All right. So, um, I guess with that, uh, Ben, you should roll a dice. Uh, no, I've actually got an email here. Oh, well, there you go. Um, this is from Roger. What does it mean? No matter what pants I have on, they unzip themselves. If they're not falling off of me or partially elastic, they unzip themselves. Okay. Question. Yeah. When you think, when you say my pants unzip themselves, does that mean I look down and notice that the, the fly is now undone and had become so at some point? Or do they have like little hands that reach up and unzip themselves? Like, is, is there a visible, like you hear the resistance on it, like zipper noise? Yeah, that is an important distinction. Yeah. It falls down versus my pants unzip themselves. Maybe. Yeah, that's, I, I would. Mm. If you got a pair of hands in your pants that unzip your fly, I'm going to go ahead and <laughs> ask a few more questions about that, because what are you even doing here? How are you, you even doing here? Have you had your penis tested for claustrophobia? <laughs> are your pants, like, getting in a sausage, a sausage casing? Because this might... No, have... hold on, Dave. Okay, hold on. Okay, okay. How... How, Chris? How do you test this? I must know. Um, <laughs> I'm not a doctor. Uh, <laughs> I assume it's like you have it taken MMPI or something, you know? Ooh. <laughs> a little 200 question questionnaire, like, when you are in a space with lots of people, are you A, uncomfortable, B, very comfortable, C, kind of comfortable, or D, a little bit uncomfortable? <laughs> It's usually like, like strongly agree to strongly disagree scale, but sure. there's always, yeah. Every time I've taken one of those, there's always a weird objective question that's like, "I lost my wallet." Strongly agree or strongly disagree? <laughs> <laughs> it's not that I agree. Well, it, did it happen to you or not? It's I, not I that I agree that it happened. That. You're you're violating some redundancy of truth theory here, but <laughs> right? Yeah, your syntax makes not sense. There's, there's no thing that you can say where I agree that it is true that and then the rest of your thing. The whole first half of that can be shaved off. It doesn't mean anything. You don't need it. So you're sitting on the like exam table, right? And you're in that paper gown thing that the hospital gives you. And this, this lady comes in and she's got a little clipboard with her questions on it. And she kneels down in kind of an uncomfortable position in front of you. And you're like, whoa, what? Okay. And then she starts asking questions, you know, do you feel uncomfortable in tight spaces? And then you start to answer and she says, no, 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 I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to your penis. <laughs> See, if, it's, if it's my penis and somebody asks it if it's uncomfortable in tight spaces, all it's going to go is, ah? <laughs> <laughs> I guess that can be interpreted as a yes. Right. It's going to go. You. So are you saying that you speak for it? No, it's saying all of that. It's okay. it's saying all of that. Yeah. Cool. That's cool. Yep. That's a cool penis you got, Chris. I, you know, I do feel like we're getting off topic a little bit. 
Um, you don't want to talk about my penis therapist and the tiny little divan that I flop it out onto? <laughs> <laughs> no, I do, okay. but I feel like we really need to help Roger out okay. oh, with Lord. this, uh, Let's this pants problem. Your pants problem that, yeah, your pants mysteriously unzip themselves. Back to what I was saying, do you slide yeah, into sorry. them like a sausage casing? Because I could see, you know, some bulging adding stress to your zipper there. Hmm. Yeah, what is the stress on the back of the zipper like? You know, you, you got a lot of pressure back there, or, uh, you know, are you, are you buying your pants in the Do appropriate you have to lay size? down to button them? <laughs> you know, it's like, are you really stre- stretching for these ones? Because that could be the problem. If they're not falling off of me, or partially elastic, they unzip themselves. Which le- leads me to believe that this is a restriction issue. You you think that they're too small? Yeah. Okay. Did it say, like, no matter what brand or kind or... Uh, what does it mean, no matter what pants I have on, they unzip okay. themselves? So, so not, it's kind of ambiguous there. He, he, right. This person might be buying, like, McGillicuddy's self-unzipping shitty pants. <laughs> <laughs> How wild this would it be? Brought to how? you by McGillicuddy, self unzipping shitty pants. They're bad pants. Why would you buy them? How wild would it be to be like out in public wearing your, your nice sweats and then all of a sudden they just unzip? There's no zipper there. They just unzip. Okay. Oh, God. I, That'd be crazy. I have the solution. Okay. Oh. Velcro pants. Ooh. If you can't tie Velcro your shoes, everything. you get Velcro shoes. If you can't zip your pants, you get Velcro pants. Or okay. button flies, I guess, but I just get a feeling from Roger they might be better pretty, suited for Pretty Velcro. close to a tearaway situation there, which isn't awful. Yeah. I, I think that a Velcro fly uh, should be around more. Why don't we have those? I can... <laughs> Is there scratch? I don't have a problem with pants unzipping themselves, but falling off of me, yes, without a you know pretty sturdy belt. How are you envisioning these Velcro pants, Chris? I I don't think I follow. Just Velcro fly pants, you know. Just the fly part. Yeah, just the fly is Velcro. Not not the waist attachment. There's still a button. Hmm, that could be Velcro too. There's also the you know, button. It's just fly. Velcro all the way up. Okay. I guess I guess yeah. There should there should probably be a button at the top. It's just not going to hold. It no. Mm-mm. Yeah. Certainly not the entirety of the pants is Velcro though. No no no. Just the fly. It's because oh that's God. where my mind went. Okay. Entirely a pair of pants that are made of Velcro. Mm-hmm. Okay. The sound you would make walking around would be ridiculous. It, it, yeah. What if, oh my God, pants where the left side is hooks and the right side is right loops. Right side is loops. And every <laughs> time you take a step, you're tripping over yourself. If you don't have like a real serious gap between your thighs, these yeah. are bad pants. These this, are, is, this is a problem. <laughs> like that You're going to be out jogging and all swishing, of a sudden but... take a header. New McGillicuddy's challenge pants. <laughs> <laughs> you think you can walk? <laughs> Try walking in these, motherfucker. Would ju- the commercial would would just be like, I don't know, three teens sitting on a low concrete wall, like having ice cream or something, and then one of them's like, "What's that sound?" And you hear, <laughs> <laughs> and then it goes back to the teens, and they're like, "What is that sound?" And then. <laughs> And then it's like their friend shows up in his new Velcro pants that are Velcro 
all down the legs. And it looks like he's trudging <laughs> through three feet of snow to walk. Right. <laughs> That's right, kid. Right. It's new. <laughs> That's just addressing the one kid by accident. There. <laughs> That's right, one kid. kid. Uh, That's right, kid. It's new McGillicuddy's Velcro Challenge Pants. <laughs> Sometimes your days are too easy and comfortable, and you need something to just really get in there and mess it up. Well, that's where McGillicuddy comes in. What is that sound? Well, it's McGillicuddy's Velcro Challenge Pants. We've got a couple of months oh, left of man. 2020 to debut these. Yeah. We're going to have to rush through R&D, but this needs to be a part of 2020. This wouldn't be hard to do. We ever do a live it's podcast. just the worst goddamn pants. <laughs> it's the worst idea I've ever heard. And I talked about <laughs> down-going boats earlier. Right? You did. <laughs> yeah, at that point, you don't really got to worry about the zipper there, do you? Just... <laughs> <laughs> or do you do, because I, all pants ever do this that you wear. Anytime there's, like, a situation in a TV show where somebody's, like, on lookout while the kids are, you know, doing graffiti or something... You just hear that noise, like, ah, oh, it's, it's the principal. <laughs> He's, you hear him? He just left his house. He can hear it all the way at school. <laughs> I was like the tall kid in school for a great number of years. And if I saw a kid wearing those pants, you know, those like felt like dividers or thing like tack boards that they have in the hallways of some schools, yeah. I'd be just grabbing a kid and flop and just leaving <laughs> just them there. Stick them in there. <laughs> stick them to it. God, they just, and like, they're not going to clean up well. They're going to collect no. so gonna much be, You're going to have so shit. much hair and grossness and those things. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, yeah. I, I, it's all part of the fun of Challenge Pass. I mean, it is. Yeah, they one are challenging. The things, one of the things we do at the shoe shop is occasionally, like, you get an object and you're cleaning it and you clean all the shit out of the Velcro. And it's just, I take a pick. I take, like, a, a, a little pick and just run it through there and yank yeah. all it. I'm not going to do that yeah. with a whole pair of pants. I'll do that with a six-inch by two-inch rectangle, and it's a long pain in the ass. Why don't do that with a whole pair of pants? Get out of here. <laughs> they are called challenge pants, and there is a very good reason for that. They, they're Yeah, they're it's a challenging choice to make. Mm-hmm. Uh, like even yeah, this, you're sir. really committing to something if you're wearing those yeah. pants. Also, like any upholstered furniture ever, good luck getting <laughs> out. Yeah. Like you go to Target or, or Macy's or whatever, and there's one of those little clothing round racks, and uh, there's just the sign on top that says McGillicuddy's Challenge Pants. Bet you won't. <laughs> well, and I bet you can't because they're all stuck to each other on the damn rack. They've made a donut. Oh of God! These how would you? Can you imagine being the poor clerk there that has to come back to this huge rubble pile fold of these stuck things together permanently. pants? And be like, I think this is a medium. Oh, man. <laughs> and there are people out there that hate that sound. Like, tearing. Oh. Ooh, man. Mm. <laughs> well, anyways, Roger. Anyways, so, buy, yeah. buy some Velcro fly pants, and uh, this this just really sounds like you this have seems an like anomalously... seems like a stupid problem. Yeah, you, maybe you're too greasy, and you're over-lubricating the zipper with your human grease. Mm. Or that maybe well just buy the right size pants or different pants. Maybe something without a nylon zipper. Get something with a metal zipper. Try super gluing it shut. I don't care what you do, Roger. Truthfully, I'm curious if Roger is maybe blaming the pants for something that Roger's doing. 
Such as treading carefully. Such as pulling his pants down. Oh, not to go back to Velcro pants, but I'm just imagining that. <laughs> that, that just being in a room, having a conversation, and then off somewhere to your left, you hear that ripping noise, and then somebody yelling, pervert, really loud. <laughs> Man, I can I can already see like a horror movie being made of these things where the killer wears that, and that's the tell or whatever. That's the sound. Yeah. That you, you know your death is approaching. Just, as I, soon as it can get to you. I'm gonna yep. I'm gonna hijack things for about two more minutes and just talk okay. a little bit more about Velcro. Alright. Like <laughs> it just it seems like it's a great all-purpose fastener, but there are so many situations. You're robbing a bank and you go, put the money in the bag. <laughs> That's no good. That's, That's no good. weird. You know, it, it's <laughs> There's just a lot of situations where Velcro's the wrong call, and for something so universally useful, this shouldn't be. That's all. And now we'll open the coffin for the viewing. <laughs> can, I, can, I, can we get a hand uh, for a couple of you? Yeah. <laughs> You'll never get him out of though. though. He's in those challenge pants. He's oh. in there for good. <laughs> Can you get the chicken right. breasts out of the freezer? They're in the, the bag. And you, you get out the little plastic bag with the frozen chicken in it. and <laughs> mm, God, frozen chicken. together Velcro. Uh, yeah. No thanks. No thank you. Oh, man. New Velcros in freezer bags. <laughs> Roger, very simply, you've already said you have an answer for this by various other kinds of pants. How about just stick to them? Stick to those pants. Yeah. Not not the way that you stick to Velcro pants. Minimum effort. I mean, All right. Chris and I went <laughs> to pretty crazy to roll. Ex- lengths there, but yes, yeah. someone needs a roll. Let's pull out of this. Yeah. Or, or you know, dive down into it, whatever it is. Whatever, something, something. Let's do something. Where's my dice? Oh, no. Here, I got one right here. Uh, that's a 12. Okay. 12 is Gumby. 12 is Gumby? 12 is Gumby. No, 12 is get off my elevator. Oh. Fixes! Ah! I'm at home. I don't jump scare anymore to that. I'm just, I, That's I'm fine. conditioned That's fair. now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and honestly, like, I thought about trying to break the habit and just, like, knocking for once. That yeah. might have worked. Do the old Kramer slide, but like here's the thing wanna... though, like I feel like that the 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 turns have been tabled. Where you're in the office looking at three giant heads of us, mm. and we're looking down on you. So maybe I should be the one screaming. Maybe fixes. Ah, yeah. Let's see. Jeez. Yeah. I keep you're forgetting huge... I'm a huge glowing virtual head. Huge glowing virtual heads. It was awful nice of you to give us these remote, you know, devices to be able to work from home during the alien thing. Oh, happy to do it. Happy to do it. You know, us here at Fixers Incorporated, we're like the the cream of the crop of uh, good to employees being. Yeah, how you said it. You there is it. there is a piece of paper on the wall with a gold star on it that says certificate of cream of the crop of good at employees being at on it. Uh, 
It is printed on very official Ness, looking white paper. You forgot the Ness on the end. <laughs> it's it's well that part is written on the wall in pencil next to it. Yeah. It ran out of room. <laughs> um, That's right next to my certificate of showing up one day. <laughs> Oh my god, I would love to have one of those yeah, for real. Right. <laughs> I got one that just says certificate of employment. Get it fucking framed. Employment. <laughs> like huh. it's behind glass. It is framed. It looks nice. It's in a shadow box. It's, yeah. Yeah. Like it's got some really good yeah. paper. You have a visible hygrometer in the box with it. <laughs> <laughs> For showing up one day. Written on the back of a takeout menu. It's got the president's signature on it. Hopefully in a year when that means something. Uh, you know. I don't think our current president has a signature. I, oh? I think there's a lot of, uh, sir, that's the back of the pen. Sir, it's clicky. You have to click it. Oh, right. Sorry. And then he goes, <laughs> and runs his arm across the desk. I think they just made a stamp now. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> rubber stampies no erases he just looks at shit and goes is it real mean to someone oh yes sir many people okay and then yeah <laughs> anyways this, and gets out his black crayon does this bill help a person uh yes sir no fuck him <laughs> alright alright let's bring it back I need an animal that people can keep as a pet in their homes Okay, new animal. This is the thing that I need. Aside from like normal ones, right? Right. Yeah. No, it's got to be a new new animal. You can you can hybridize or whatever you have to do, but I need something for the people to keep as a pet in their homes. Uh, Okay, the fruit fly. Mm. Um, The kids will never know that you've replaced it dozens and dozens of times. (laughs) Pretty much every day. Yeah, you just keep an old pineapple in a box somewhere in the house that they won't find. Maybe seal off a bathroom. You know? just have one little, like, drinking straw of a chute, and you just open it occasionally, and a couple yeah. come out. Yeah, you just reach in, kind of get a core sample of the air. It's bound to have one or two <clears throat> fruit flies in there, because you, you have to keep your... We could talk about the fly chamber at length. Uh, sure, yeah. But you have one, and you just you get one out of there every now and again. You let it loose in the house, but like, oh, there's Thomas. He's fine. There's Jeff Goldblum. He didn't run away. You can sell little tiny, like, pea-sized wheels for them to put in them, put them in so that they can roll they around can, like a hamster. Yeah, totally. Of course, there will be that day when kids are like, look, mommy, there's two Thomases. And then you go, and you're like, uh, <laughs> that one was evil, Oops. and the other one is Thomas. <laughs> mommy, you Thomas killed Thomas. Thomas. No, I didn't. That's Thomas over there. You know two flies don't get along. You can't have two. There's always got to be one. If that fly stayed, he would have killed Thomas. I had to kill him. I'm sorry, kids. <laughs> now, to this end as well, I I have a feeling that, that we could, instead of, maybe you have no flies. Maybe it's, your absence of flies is a problem. I propose, essentially, a fly box that is more like a Chia pet that has basically a fun shape to it, whatever it is. Maybe an enlarged fruit fly. This just has rotting fruit in it, and eventually this thing is going to sprout flies. Oh, I like that. So like a fly's egg that you yeah, just wait to yeah. till it fills your house with flies. Right. A pineapple. Well, sure, yeah, but I was being <laughs> a little more decorative. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, it's What's more decorative than a pineapple? Yeah. 
You're not going to eat that shit. I'm just kidding. I love pineapple. I also do, but I will leave it there on the counter for weeks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so pet fruit fly is an idea. Um, pet fruit fly that, is pretty yes. good. I'm into that. How about pet neighbor's dog? That's our pet neighbor's dog. Yeah. It lives over there. You can see him out in the backyard. You have a pet neighbor who has a dog. Hmm. Oh, there's a new wrinkle to that that yes. I, didn't, I didn't pick up on at first. So you have a a pet neighbor, right. a pet human. Neighbor. I wouldn't say human. Oh, okay. But it whatever it is owns a dog. Yes. It's in their yard. He's well taken care of. Or he takes care of the neighbor. I'm not sure how exactly that works out. But it's like it's having... It's like a second pet. It's like a pet that, that you don't really have, have to take cousins. care of, but you can look at all the time. Okay. Like from out your windows, like, hey, there's my neighbor's pet. Or, hey, there's my, uh, you're, you know, go outside and reach over the fence and give him a, uh, give him a pet, throw the ball once. Now, do you get to name... It's like having name... a pet without having a pet. Do you get to name mm. this neighbor's mm. dog? Or do you have to keep the yes. name the neighbors gave it? No, you, you get you, to name it. You can it. call it whatever yeah. you want. Okay, so you're out there in the backyard running along the fence. They're not like... going to know. Jimmy, the dog, I love you. And they're like, that dog's name is Ralph. And you're like, <laughs> no, my pet neighbor's dog is my, Jimmy, exactly. not Ralph. And your name is Scott. <laughs> Shut up, Scott. Your pet dog is Ralph. My pet neighbor's <laughs> dog is Jimmy. And that's my pet neighbor's dog. Yeah. This makes perfect sense to me because I think the thing that people want from a pet more than anything is freedom from all of the responsibility. Yes. But also freedom from all of the, like, potential for, like, physical contact or some kind of companion. You don't have to clean up your house from all the fur or litter boxes or whatever. There's no feeding unless you really want to. Treats are absolutely going to happen. Oh, yeah. But pet neighbor's dog stays in pet neighbor's yard. Jimmy, neighbor's dog, you want a treat? Here you go. <laughs> Milk bones. You ran away. Bags. You ran from the sound. You always run. <laughs> you're going to hate this, but you're going to like it right after. <sighs> neighbor's pet is pretty good. In fact, I, I might even have like a neighbor's pet fish. Yeah. And I would never even know. Even, yeah, exactly. You have an abundance of pets that you don't have to take care of. If your neighbor has an aquarium near a window, you have an aquarium. Yeah. Yeah. Or if you live, like, next to a big boy aquarium, yeah, them's, them's your pets. An asharium. Yeah. Yep, an asharium. An asharium. <laughs> That's actually a really good point, though, because with those, with those fish pets, like, how is this different? Right, exactly. It's I just don't clean same. it, and it's farther away from me, yeah. I guess. Like, yeah. Also, if it floods sufficiently, you have an aquarium. McAllister, you're awfully quiet over there. We're giving you gold here, bud. <clears throat> what? Sorry. You were saying? We were My just neighbor's saying... pet. Oh, neighbor's pets. It's going to be difficult to sell those. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's going to be really easy because they're already there. Well, that's what I'm saying, though, is that they're pre-existing pets, and, and I'm trying to make money. Okay. All right. We can't sell a neighbor's pet. Okay, I I see. Housing Um, additions. Built-in neighbors. (laughs) This is a building issue. This is a building thing. 
So you want me to sell houses? Yeah, basically. So that your pet I'm idea trying to works. force this. Okay. <laughs> okay. Do we we were, would will you concede that the pet rock was a pet? Mm, no. Good, because here's the idea. It's furniture buddy. What it is is a plastic bag with two big googly eyes and a name tag and it's a scratch off card name tag. So that's the that's the that's really the the selling point is you don't know the exciting reveal right you don't know what the name it's very you collect them all you know very exciting you got to you just pick a piece of furniture in your house and you stick the googly eyes and put the collar with the name tag on it and hey guess what that side table that that's eric the side table <laughs> that's our pet now kids side tabley eric <laughs> And the, okay. It's really the, annoying right. when he's running around the house and you're asleep at night. Just it's terrifying. God's yeah. honest truth. I do like this idea, <laughs> and I would love to sell some googly eyes to put on the furniture with a name. I think Eric kind of sucks, though. Well, that's you got to buy another one. The Eric oh, Eric is right. a is a common tier name. The S tier names like. Um, Big and mahogany Jeremiah, like that's a hey, that know. that's a mighty now name. you're talking yeah. my language. And this is yeah. where the money making opportunity mm-hmm. comes is comes in because we're doing this like trading cards. So you want the better names, you got to buy more. Right. Then beautiful. Then you have the the holographic tier names that come with, when you scratch them off. It's like all shiny and holographic. Right. Underneath. But those are weird names like Vonk. Hmm. Like names Schwimble. that furniture might actually have. Yeah, like if I met a table and it was like, my name is Schwimdle, I'd be like, well, that makes sense. I, that makes you're sense. a table. I don't know what your yeah. naming conventions right. are like. You're, you're a table. Yeah. But yeah, so you just, you. All right. It's two googly eyes yep. in a pack, say furniture, buddy. That's. And then you convince, that's great. you convince your children that they have to take care of and water and feed the ottoman. And then they have to buy a new ottoman because they watered it, and the cycle continues. I love mm-hmm. this. Yes, you can exactly. also sell furniture. Yes. And houses, and for houses, some reason. Yeah. All right, perfect. I'm out of here. Thanks, guys. Yep, You're welcome. No problem. I feel like we had a good one. Doo-doo. A couple good ones there. Yeah, really good. Also good human buddy, where it's a just pack of big googly eyes, and you just stick them on a person you know, Not and they're your pet yeah. now. Oh, that would be fantastic. Put them on the back of somebody's hat or something. I was just going to say, I wonder, you can make a game out of this and see how long you can get away with treating a person that you have secretly stuck these eyes to as a pet. <laughs> well, you just, what you do is you stick them, you glue them right onto their eyes. And then you go, Ooh, <gasps> you want to go okay. to the hospital, boy? You want to go to the hospital? I'm like, yes, yes, I do. I want to go to the hospital. All right, boy, come on, get in the car. Let's go. Clack, 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 clack. They, they, hey, they're Chris. wagging their ass back and forth a lot. <laughs> hey, Chris. Uh-huh. Did you find a die? I didn't. I don't know where my dice went, and I'm embarrassed by that. You you want to have Alexa roll another die for you? Yeah, Alexa, roll a d20. 14. 14 is going to be an email. All right, I'm just... Let me punch this into the machine. Okay, uh, pulling up an email here. This one is from uh, Horace, it says. How do I ask someone I don't know too well to hang out? I share a class with someone I'd like to get to know better. We chat occasionally during the class, so we know each other somewhat. How would I approach them and ask to hang out? 
Also, what would be something good to do together? So yeah, that's, you know, how do you make a friend? I'm going to go out and impose the 5% minimum effort on this question. Okay. That's the only kind of answer we can give. Hmm. From me? On all of us. All of us. Or from you. Minimal effort. Minimal effort answer. Answer. Um, okay. Don't. There's one. That that is pretty minimal. Um, I think I have kind of a workaround, Dave, because we actually sort of touched on this a while back. Okay. We were talking about um making new friends in the workplace and how like we don't put enough emphasis on platonic love and platonic friendships sure and like what are some non-romantic pickup oh yeah stuff like that right i remember that one yeah so so we've kind of answered it already kind of have i think maybe i don't know what we said i mean my low effort i know we said something was gonna be a you know little note do you want to hang out yes no maybe (laughs) do you like me right as a friend walk up to them (laughs) And to fix a pair of large googly eyes. And then say, you are my friend now. <laughs> That's your answer to everything. I don't know a lot of problems that can't be solved with a big pair of googly eyes. Too true. Mm. Too true. So, How's that for minimal effort? Yeah, I think that's good. I guess we roll a die. Ben? Oh, yeah. I guess it's my turn. Yeah. I feel like we were very not helpful. Was that the goal? I mean, we gave 5%. True, true. Okay, uh, coming up next is The Sound of Science with Dr. Squamulus. I've missed this one. Yeah, it's been a little while. Oh, hey, guys. Hey, Squam. How's it going today? Uh, It's all right. How you doing, Squamulus? Doing pretty good in big headland over here. Hey. You guys remember those old commercials? What's up? Yeah, the Cookie Crisp commercials. Yeah. Yeah, they were selling co- Zima, Wait. right? No, I thought it was like sparkling water. Ba- basically, which the same is basically thing. Zima. Yeah, you're right. Maybe, you're maybe right. it was Balls Energy Drink. Do you maybe it was that? Balls or Balls Energy Drink? No, it still I exists. Don't. I think I mean, like a dimpled blue bottle. Wazuki Crisp. <laughs> How did you get those mixed? I didn't. That's the ad. Pretty sure. Oh, okay. Thought that was a false memory, but it turned out to be a real one. Could be, you know, or maybe I did blend them together, just just like I did with um, the old uh, egg council commercials that were like the incredible egg, and then <laughs> uh, the save big money at Menards for a long time. Those were just save big money at egg, and I didn't, I don't know what was going on in there, you know. <laughs> save I like that. Big money at egg. What save the hell is big that? money egg. at egg. I think I like it because it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. makes more sense than the incredible edible Menards. Excuse me. Yeah. I've, I've come here to offer you guys an exciting opportunity to learn about science. What do you got for us this time, Scram? Well, uh, this is super perfectly germane and I know you're going to love it because it has to do with everything that you were just talking about. We're going to learn about sharks. Oh, wonderful. Street sharks? I love sharks. Uh, just sharks. Oh. 
just general general sharks. Loan sharks. Are you ready? Yeah, yes. let's do this. I'm 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 excited. Hello, science, my old friend. I've come to Birds and Bunsen's again, or whatever. I don't even remember my theme song. <laughs> okay. True or false? False. The hammerhead shark defends its territory against other hammerheads. Mm. Mm. Mm, I'm going to go with true. I'm going to go with false. It is, in fact, false. Hey! I day, hammerhead sharks gather in schools of hundreds, probably to protect themselves from predators. At night, they go out hunting alone. Wait, what is a predator of hammerhead sharks? Probably bigger sharks. Killer whales, maybe. Yes. Sledgehammer sharks. Yeah. Sledgehammer so sharks. Jackhammer sharks. Jackhammerhead sharks. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Backhoe sharks. Mm-hmm. Bulldozer sharks. Is that it? Yeah. Yep. Is that a thing? Maybe. I'm trying to think okay. of it, but it's not coming. <laughs> There's a whole field of construction tools. Construction sharks. Yeah. Sharks. Yeah. Next question. The nurse shark. I guess it's not a question. You got to tell me if it's if it's true or not. The next question in the form of a of a sentence. <laughs> the nurse shark sucks its prey rather than catch. Ah, uh, that's very poorly worded. Yeah, like a like a lamprey style, like a like they, they yeah like a lamprey. They nurse upon the blood of their of their prey. I, they got their name somehow. I am going to uh, assume that because the nurse shark, what they really do is go from room to room in the ocean and administer inoculations and check vitals and things. Yeah. Um, of course. I'm going to say no. Okay. Dave? I'm going with no. Sorry, guys. The answer is ah. true. Ah. Under its mouth, the nurse shark has barbs that let it identify invertebrates on which it feeds then draws its victims through its very muscular pharynx. Just like a regular nurse. They've always got yeah. those those little spines that identify invertebrates. That's right. <sighs> Hospitals are really unnerving until they figure out what you are. <laughs> Next. <laughs> <laughs> that was a slow burn, that was and a I like it. Burn. <laughs> All right, the next one is another hammerhead question. Hammerhead sharks have poor eyesight. Mm. I mean, I would imagine that they're out on the ends of those stalks on either side. How do you even know what's in front of you? I mean, it would be really hard to make glasses for that head. Right? It surely would. And because I've never seen one with glasses, I'm going to say they have excellent eyesight. Okay, so Dave says true. Yeah. And Chris says false? Yep. The answer is false. Hmm. No sharks with glasses? The strange shape of its head provides a very wide field for the hammerhead shark. That's true. It only has to wobble its head slightly to enjoy almost 360 degrees of vision. The hammerhead shark can even simultaneously detect preys that are above and below it. Oh, it's got a dive lever. The phrasing on this. Yeah. It's got a dive lever, but I feel like the phrasing on some of this is is in question. How do they know that a shark enjoys its vision? Also, how does like your field of vision have anything to do with how good your vision is? Yeah, you know, you can have yeah, you can have Coke bottle frames, and you got the same, you know, like what 120 degrees everybody else has. Right. I think that this science machine that I'm getting my trivia from might be busted. Hmm. Yeah, it's fine. 
Anyways, that's probably the end of my game, right? I is it? Probably. You tell me. Something. Unless something you have another question, another one for us, another of science. You want to do an encore? Yeah, let's do one more. Bring one more. Let's do one we more. want him back out on the stage. Bring him back out here. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. True or false? Sharks and dolphins are related. False. I mean, how far back you wanted to go with that? You know? Well, God, everything's related. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Chris is going with true. Okay. The, one, the one is a cartilaginous fish, the other one's a mammal. I'm going to go with... Uh, the- I, I don't know what? No, I'm, I'm going to go with true. Yeah. They're basically brothers. The answer is false. Sharks are fish, while dolphins are mammals. Ah, so weird I was wrong. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, I feel like First we've learned time a for lot that, today huh? here, folks, and uh, I've got to be on my way. I've got to recharge my scooter All right, before we'll it see dies on me again while I'm on the freeway. Scram. Like you personally have yeah. to go recharge your scooter? Like it hasn't been plugged in the... Like it's a thing you actively participate in, right? Yeah, I gotta, I gotta do it. I gotta. It's, there's a little crank, mm. kind of like a music box, mm-hmm. and you just turn it, mm-hmm. and it takes a lot, mm. probably thirty or forty minutes of doing that very rapidly. Mm. But uh, then it's charged for a good, good ten minutes. So not bad. R- renewable energy, yeah. you know? Yeah, science. <laughs> still worked even though it wasn't charged that's yeah. wild away he goes i probably should have told him that a drill might help him out we probably should have i was gonna tell him to walk <laughs> yeah it does not move very quickly yeah. it's like a it's like a very very slow scooter if i gotta charge it with a hand crank i'll, I'll walk yeah <laughs> all right uh whose turn is it uh I think it's mine again. Or is that, it Dave's? That was mine, wasn't it? I think I rolled that. I, I think, think it's you your turn, yeah, Dave. it is my turn. Well, that's a one. Oh, Dave. Yeah, that's Dave, a one. you're not supposed to roll ones. Ones are bad. No. All right, let me find our failure roll table. All right, roll it again, All and I right. will tell you your punishment. <laughs> Three. You can only respond in questions. I think we've encountered that one before. We have? I think so. Oh, I see. I think what you I'm did really there. bad okay. at this. Well, too bad. That's your punishment. I guess it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chris. Uh we're we're back to you. Or I should say Alexa, we're back to you. Alexa, roll a D20. Nine. Well, it's telling me no in German. Nine. I got to reset the language. Oh, great. Nine is actually going to be a client. Um, hello? Come on in. Who it is? Is there someone at the door? Hey there. Hey, how, Hi. how are y'all doing? Fine. Good. Oh, that's good. That's I'm I'm glad that y'all are doing good. Um gotta You're not Daryl, are you? No. No, I'm okay. I'm some composite of, of Daryl and Ned Leathers. Uh, <laughs> I'm, Cousins? Sorry. I'm I'm, I'm Daryl Leathers. 
Oh, oh, Jesus Christ! Listen, did he uh, say day old leathers? That's what I heard. Yeah, Daryl. He and I. Well, he and and Ned Leathers, the the man that we previously were, the men that we previously were. Really, uh, we got into a kind of a hug. And then we got hit by two trucks going in opposing directions at the same time. And now we're one man. Daryl yeah. Leathers. Probably didn't feel very good, did it? No. I am he, familiar with this superhero origin story. He was some kind of computer ghost, I think. And uh No, we three D printed him a body. Yeah. Yeah, he got out of that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> And now we're mushed together, and we're one guy. Yeah, it happens. It apparently does, at least once. Um, though it did happen to two guys, so is that twice? Semantics. Anyway, I feel like I instantly derailed you. Uh, what can we do for you? Ordinarily, Daryl would have some cockamamie horseshit that happened to him, and I would have a long list of things that you wouldn't think there would be a long list of. But uh, together we're a different person with a normal problem, and um, we're just curious, if you're walking in the woods, and mm-hmm. you step on some poison ivy, and it, can you still get the rash if it only touched your, your shoe, and mm. also your ankle, and the rest of your leg? And were you wearing shorts during this? No. No, I was not. <laughs> so you had pants on, Velcro pants? Uh, at one point, yes, but at the time of stepping in the uh, poison ivy, no. And I may have exaggerated about the shoe. Zero pants. Pantless. So are you naked out there? Um, I wouldn't put it in so many words, but I was uh, without apparel. Okay. A, a perilous trek through the woods all of my clothing had become crushed in a truck accident from which my my newly formed (laughs) body did crawl into the woods i mean that happens to the best of us i stepped in some poison ivy and i'm scared well are you experiencing any symptoms right now does Um, it itch a whole lot does it itch a whole lot? It, I think that it does, but the process of merging two souls and bodies is also an extremely itchy experience, so it's hard to tell if there Uh-oh. is... In- you are already really itchy. It might just be, you know, the, 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 the regular itchiness that comes with being whatever I have become. Some weird duality, of course. Uh, hmm. This might weirdly be the best possible time to get poison ivy. Yeah, because you're not probably going to notice. Yeah, if you're itchy anyway. I feel like if if you got to have poison ivy, this is this is your moment. Could there be a better time? Well, I, I'm also I'm not real sure if it was poison ivy, you know. Oh. Could have been poison ivy. Maybe it was poison oak. Oh, dear. Might have been poison sumac. Could have, oh goodness! Could have been giant hogweed. Could have been a poison snake. I see what's snake. happening right here. Could have been a stinging nettle. Mm-hmm. It might have been a gimpy gimpy tree, or oh, some. Okay. I mean, you ever seen a wild parsnip? Do we have those around here? I'm just trying to imagine some kind of like really dull plodding sort of music that I can put behind you, Ned. 
Well, or form, formerly Ned. Uh, it's Daryl Leathers now. That's who we are. Daryl Leathers, all one word. Uh, two, two, two words, I think. And um, well, I'm just, I'm real worried, like that I might done had sexual relations with some poison hemlock <laughs> or foxglove. <laughs> All right. Um, what exactly were you doing in the forest? Looking for some Jimson weed. Okay. That's fine. I but, mean, that's a fine, good, normal thing that normal human people do. So, what you need to do is take a bath in some tomato soup, just in case there was some skunk thrown in there. Could have been. No. And take a bath in some Epsom salts. And take a bath in some unflavored oatmeal. Unflavored. Take a bath in barbecue sauce. You could maybe make yourself a batch of tomato oatmeal cookies. Now, yeah, it, it sounds get it like, on the inside there. It sounds like y'all <laughs> just want me to become some kind of Bloody Mary, like with oatmeal. What the fuck is wrong with you? I'm sorry. I'm from Wisconsin. We don't know how to make cocktails. <laughs> You've seen our old fashions? I... No. They got brandy and Sprite in them. Might as well what? put oatmeal Fuck? in there. Maybe I mean, well. I wouldn't say no to a brandy old fashioned, but the Sprite. Right. Why is there Where did the Sprite come from? It, do, it don't make no Where goddamn sense. Where did the Sprite go from? It, it's, it's, uh, it's horrible. It's horrible. It's a bad, bad, stupid thing, you know. Not like Indiana yeah. or Kentucky. Or Wyoming. Oh my. North Carolina. God. West Carolina. Just gonna name states now? Northeast Virginia. Northeast Virginia. <sighs> First Presbyterian Louisiana. I honestly okay. don't remember. Is this funny later? I think. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> the long, dull <laughs> lists from Leathers. Is it funny later? I don't recall. <laughs> I sure hope it is. Look, just look at me. Am I poisoned or not? I No, you look well, good, I'm man. Gonna, I'm like a two-person with a rash. I'm going to turn around yeah. to the backside now. Yeah. If I remember right, one big eye and then a second or a third beefy arm sticking out of the middle of your chest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Although that probably got squished in the accident. It, it's hard to tell looking at you. God's honest truth. Yeah, I am an unholy thing now. You really are. <laughs> and maybe, you know, whatever you were trying to do with your weeds in the forest, maybe that's maybe that's your calling in life. Maybe well, maybe you just stay out there. In my in my initial hysteria given my condition, I ran into the woods hoping to find a plant poisonous enough to kill me. Oh. Yeah, nobody wants to run around being a southern, boring, librarian-esque sort of redneck who is also an amorphous monstrosity and an affront to God. Um, it's just not a good way to, to, to go about it. Like, what am I going to go work at Walmart, the only place where I can blend in reliably? <laughs> well, hey, you know... 
we may not have the answer to your question exactly, but as is tradition in this office, uh, you could leave by that window over there. And- you can always jump out the window. Those panes are paper thin. All right, well, I only got one question for you on my way out then. That is? Yep. Is this high enough? Yeah. Is this high enough? Is, is it high enough? I mean, we're on What's the fifth floor, I believe. So I don't want to be this, but paralyzed. Yeah. Well, I'm going to give it a go. Okay. Oh, shit. Look. What did, what look did at he that. say? Look at, he split into two again. Oh, weird. Mom, He's two free. separate I'm people again. Hey, I'm a ghost again. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> You know, our parking lot has seen stranger things. It's yeah. It only liked the first season though. It wasn't very impressed with season two. <laughs> season Fuck you! <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, we've had a lot of fun here today, but uh, it's that time again—that time where we pull out the guitar, put the kids to bed, and play kumbaya on the beach until you leave it is that time right I, it is that time yeah I, I think so okay uh i'm minimal effort today so i have not been keeping track of the time uh D- dave you want to give yes. us some, some kumbaya i no. Okay. no don't make it minimal Play. effort i'll put it in, in post i will put it in in post kumbaya when i am in maximum effort mode Kumbaya. Hey, stop it. We're saying goodbye now. Oh, I was just saying come buy a new couch. Oh, sorry. Come I interrupted you before you could get couch. the new couch part out. Come buy a new couch. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. Yep. Well, anyway, thanks for joining us. Uh, we loved having you here. Uh, you're a sweet group. Really nice bunch. And we hope that you come back next time. Don't don't tell a person nice bunch. <laughs> what year is this? I, I was addressing the group. It's 1935. I don't know. What year do you want it to be? 1935. Give me a break. 1935 sounds good. That's right on the cusp okay, of just a real peaceful period. Um. So, yeah. Check us out on Instagram. Check us out on... Um, Fuck, I don't even remember what else. Facebook is a thing that you can check out us on. Uh, I don't have anything else. Do you guys have a a thought with which you would like to part? Mm -hmm. I have a lot of thoughts with which I'd like to part. Uh, Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But they just don't go away. Uh, Parting thoughts. um... Sometimes I wish I could give away a good many of my thoughts, you know? Sure. Was that it? No, that was not it, I don't think. Okay. Because Chris was already making that same joke, so... Oh. <laughs> you guys. Here's me on. putting in minimal effort. Minimal effort. Why is the sausage called a sausage if it doesn't have any sauce? Such a good question. What the hell? It, sh- it should be called a... No sausage. A meatsage. Yeah, just meatage. A me- meat meatage. 
Can I get some of these meat juice? Conversely, a tube filled with sauce would probably be fucking weird. <laughs> It'd be a bottle of ketchup. Yeah. Is ketchup sausage? Oh my gosh. There are those that say true horror is the unknown. And there are those yeah. that say true horror exists in the theater of the mind. But no. Yeah. True horror is any pane of glass when it's dark. Be it a window or a mirror, if it's far away from you and dark on the other side of it, it sucks. Huh. The scariest yeah, I think thing I'm on is. board with this one. There's nothing scarier than a face in a window. You know? Mmm, I got you. I got the you. The more floors you're, you're up, the more like the, the scarier it becomes, too. True horror coming to HBO this fall. It's just people in a house and there's it's dark out and there's windows and there's no curtains, so windows. you gotta acknowledge the window and hope nothing arrives at it. Yeah. Season two they actually do buy curtains, but every time they open them there's a face there. Every damn time. <sighs> every time. That's the problem with that's the problem with putting coverings over your windows is as soon as you do, there's always stuff there. Right, yeah. Look, the house ain't haunted. It's fine. The yard, though. Ah. Yeah, that's much worse. Yeah, have you ever opened a curtain at night? <laughs> Inside, you're fine. I think my parting thought is this. I learned a lot about sharks today. But I learned an awful lot more about pants. Like I said, minimal effort. Yeah. I would say then... Uh... It's been great to see you, everybody, and we'll just close this bag of episode up, and then... But there's no good noise I can make with my mouth for closing Velcro, so just... <laughs> I guess. Good night, everybody. The end. I'm trying to make money. Get out of here. Did he say day old leathers?